Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, episode 17. I'm your host, Scott Davenport. Today's topic is critique with empathy. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Thanks for spending a few minutes of your day with me. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please tell a friend, share it on your social media accounts or with your camera club. If you can rate and review on Apple Podcasts, that would be tremendous. Those things help keep the show on the radar of other photographers. So since last week, I've been in a pensive mood, thinking about photography a lot more than being able to do photography. And I want to ask you a question up front. What has photography given you beyond the photographs? We pour ourselves into photography. We have lots of time invested. We have lots of money invested sometimes too. And for that investment, we obviously get images back as a result. But what else? What things beyond the image has your pursuit and passion for photography given you? Leave a comment on this episode over at stopdownpodcast.com. Or if you prefer to keep it private, use the contact form on the website. I'd like to hear from you. So to my pensive mood, my spells of deep thought this past week, I have to admit I'm pretty sure it's this longer period of shelter in place. It's making me look backward and think about the past. I can't go out and make new work. And so I'm combing through the backlog of older photos, and it's stirring up a lot of the memories of where I began on my photo journey to where I am now and you know how I've changed. Looking back at my older work, it's often accompanied with uncontrollable cringing. And yes, there are some bad photos in my archive, but I've had to catch myself and put the work in context. I didn't know they were bad at the time I made them. It was the better or best work I could produce at that time. So context is important. A new photographer is still learning. As I was going through the older work, I do what I do today. I was self-critiquing. After a shoot, I would self-critique, weed out photos that were not good. And I instinctively went into that mode looking at the older work. I had photos where there was no clear subject uh, or there was a technique problem. I didn't use filters, didn't know how to use filters. I had soft focus on certain shots, so my technique of handheld might not have been as refined as it is now. Some photos were aggressively processed, and aggressively is a kind word in that regard. But I had to catch myself and not start reducing ratings or ripping apart the, the, the albums and deleting photos, because that is you know a historical record of my growth, and looking back made it clear to me that my eye for compositions improved, my camera techniques improved, my post-processing skills have improved. And it was during one of these self-critique sessions of older work that I keenly grasped the obvious, which is nobody is born knowing photography. It's a skill we all must learn. And so when I review older work and self-critique, I need to keep the context in mind I need to give myself a little empathy. This idea of 
empathizing with my younger, earlier photographic self started to make me think about photo critiques. When you're giving a critique to another photographer, you need to have some empathy. You need to understand where they are on their photographic journey. And uh, I started to jot down ideas about, you know, how would I improve my critique method so that I can give a photographer a meaningful critique. I mean, that's, that's the important thing. It needs to be meaningful. You need to want to help that photographer improve their work. Now, as a uh, kind of as a sidebar top order item, when I critique photos, I typically look at three different aspects. You know, the composition, how is the composition? Is it strong? Is it weak? The technical aspects, is the subject sharp? what lens was chosen, depth of field choice, and then the processing of the photo, which does cast a very wide net. But in summary, does the processing support the story of the photo or the story that the photographer is wanting to tell with the image? Irrespective of whatever your approach may be to assessing and giving feedback on an image, I've got five tips to deliver a critique that has empathy and it's going to help a photographer. Number one is learn about the photographer. Often when I'm critiquing work, it's at a camera club or it's in person or it's over a, a, a web chat and you can interact with the photographer right then and there. So I want to gauge where he or she is on their photographic journey. So asking some simple questions. How long have you been making photographs? What are your favorite subjects to photograph? How often are you able to get out and shoot? What gear do you use? What tools do you use? These questions you know, start up a conversation, start up a rapport as well. They're conversational questions. They're not inquisitional questions. The goal with these questions is to know more about the artist and determine where they are on their photo journey. The feedback you're going to give to a seasoned photographer will be different than the type of feedback you give to a rookie. Number two is be mindful of context. Now it's hard enough as an artist to share your work. I'm sure that you can relate to that. So it, when I'm asked to give feedback, I want to give it with empathy, give it in a positive, constructive way, and keeping in mind the context of where the photographer is on their photo journey. Now I'm not saying pull punches. Honest, critical feedback is essential for us to grow as artists. But how that message is delivered is important. Knowing something about the photographer helps to the first point of asking questions. When I review a photo, no matter the photographer, no matter the skill level, it's rare that there isn't something in the photograph that's a good start. Maybe the core composition is good. Uh, it's a great scene, but the uh, conditions in the field weren't as great. Uh, the subject isn't necessarily strong, but the processing to enforce that subject is. I like to start from a place of, I see this, I like this, this is the story of the photo. Now, how can other aspects of creating a photograph support that story and build the critique from there? And then share thoughts that are in line with the level of the photographer. For example, I was reviewing a photo, it was a panoramic stitch, and it hadn't really stitched together quite properly. There were spots where, uh, to I think to a casual observer, when I've gone, oh, it looks good, 
and to um, uh, someone who's been looking at photos for a couple of years will start to notice these differences. Now, I asked the photographer, did you use a tripod or did you shoot handheld? And the answer was handheld. So I didn't spend you know, 20 minutes going into a monologue about nodal slides and parallax effect and so forth. I spent 60 seconds talking about overlapping the shots by a 20% or so and try using a tripod next time. Delivering notes that are appropriate for the photographer where they are on their photographic journey. Also, it's advice that is actionable. The photographer can take those words, put them into use, and advance their craft. Number three is using questions to provide feedback. Instead of saying, this is good, this is bad, this needs to be fixed, or I don't like XYZ, turn it around and ask the photographer, what was in your mind when you captured that frame? Or when you were processing the image, what were you trying to do with this subject? Open-ended questions are great. Tell me about your framing choice here. What steps did you take during post on this piece? It's related to the first question of getting to know the photographer. You're now learning a little bit more about their process, and it can continue in the critique sessions. One of my favorite lead-ins for an open-ended question is, did you consider XYZ? For example, in seascape compositions, I often see photos where various rocks leading out into the ocean are overlapping and there isn't separation of the elements. So I'll ask a question, did you consider moving the camera up a foot or two? Now I might learn that it was impossible. Now, maybe they were at the maximum height of their tripod and could not move the camera any higher. You know, backing up wouldn't have made sense because I'm not on a hill. I can't like walk uphill moving away from the scene. I'm on a beach. It's, it's flat. I may learn that you know, this was what they were able to capture. I may not. And I may learn that, oh, well, yeah, I could have, I could have done that. I, I could have raised the tripod legs a little bit. And then we have a conversation around why is that important? The separation of those elements will lead to a stronger composition. And that actually leads into the fourth point is answering the question, why? When giving a critique, on a photo, be prepared to answer the question, why? If you give some piece of advice, it's completely legitimate and valid for the photographer to ask, well, why, why do I need to worry about that? Why is that important? You know, indeterminate feedback like, this doesn't use the rule of thirds or it's overprocessed, those aren't helpful. Uh, in the rule of thirds example, explaining why the rule of thirds is useful. You know, this is you know, probably a very new photographer if they're just getting started with compositional rules. If it's a processing question, you know, why is this processing too strong, too aggressive? For example, pushing contrast too far and creating halos. You know, that's a, a problem that should be avoided. Another way to answer the question why is commenting on how the photograph makes you feel. Sometimes uh, as a critiquer, we have trouble putting our thoughts into words. And instead of trying to articulate it right away, you can say, oh, this, this part of the photo makes me feel you know, uncomfortable or there's tension here. And through that, you can start to tease out what might be an approach to improve the photograph later. Maybe it's compositional. Maybe it's changing a depth of field to reduce distracting elements in a background just by making them soft and diffused. 
but talking about how aspects of the photo make you feel. What's your reaction as your eye moves through the frame? What's the reaction to the elements in the scene? That can be a great way to answer the question of why you're giving the advice you're giving. And the fifth tip of delivering critique is the intention to help. Remember what it's like when you're first starting out with photography or where you are right now on your journey and what type of critique would you want? You want advice to help you grow your craft, right? So reciprocate that. Critique a photo with the intention to help the artist. If you follow these other steps I've been talking about, you've gotten to know about the photographer, where she or he is on their journey, you can help them get to the next step. Clear, actionable advice. Notes that are appropriate for the photographer's level and backed up with why a note is relevant and how to get there for the next photo. Intend to help your fellow photographers. Critique is intended to help us move forward and become better photographers. If it wasn't, we wouldn't have photo critiques in the first place. Recapping those five tips. Number one, learn about the photographer. Number two, be mindful of context, where they are on their journey. Number three, use questions to provide feedback. Make the exchange a conversation. Number four, answer the question why. Why is the advice you're giving important? And number five, intend to help. Give a critique with the intention to help that photographer move to the next level. little studio news this week first and foremost to thank all the supporters on patreon you are the reason this podcast is on the air and continues to be so week after week thank you very much for your support you are helping thousands of photographers enjoy photography grow our craft if you're interested in learning more about the patreon community check the show notes and there's also a support the show button on all pages of stopdownpodcast.com where you can learn more about it. Something else I've been working on for the last week or so is gathering up more collections of photos, thinking about putting together collections of work that I'd want to print. Another way to go back and look at our older work, see progression over time, or just tell the story of a place in a handful of images it's a good way to pass the time when you can't necessarily get out and make new work. You can still keep photography as part of your daily lives. I want to repeat that question at the top of the episode. What has photography given you beyond the photographs? If you have thoughts, please visit stopdownpodcast.com. Leave a comment. Let me know about what photography has given you beyond just the imagery. And that will wrap up this week's episode. I hope these tips make you a stronger critiquer of photographs, and it may give you information to tease out a stronger critique from another photographer when you're getting your work done. Now, don't be shy about asking why uh, certain advice is coming in or ask how that photo makes the critiquer feel, and that may get you some more meaningful, actionable input that you can use to improve your own skills. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with a friend, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And until next time, my name is Scott Davenport. Have fun. Mm-hmm.